Hey, welcome to Educate for Life with Ryan Francis. Let's get right into it. Well, I think, again, this seems like a natural transition talking about being seen. Um, You know, we've talked about approval-seeking behaviors. We've talked about standing on your own two feet. Now we're really talking about putting ourselves out there, right? Being seen by by whether it's um, people in our lives, people we're close to, for those who maybe aren't living a very public life, um, but also for those trying to live a public life. Again, whether it's as a performer, as an entrepreneur, how do you find the strength? I've phrased it in your context. You know, how do you find the strength to keep creating, to keep engaging in your artistry? So, okay, for me, I have a wide palette of like public figures, artists, people that I kind of look at for inspiration. Mm. Um, Sometimes I need to watch a documentary on women who are incarcerated. (laughs) And sometimes I need to watch an Ariana Grande music video. (laughs) Um, Because it makes me realize that um, the spectrum of you know, personalities and people's point of view. And I mean, it's so broad how people receive information. And when you remind yourself that everyone is perceiving and receiving very differently, it's like, well, fuck it. I, I need to get back in there and go do me Mm -hmm. because all of these people are doing them and I'm enjoying it and it's great. And that kind of like, you know, Re, I, I have to regroup and like reset my brain to get back into creative mode. And then I come up with these ideas. Another thing that I started right in the beginning of the year was collaborating with people yeah. and cross promoting. Yeah. And so I put this song out cold world, but before I put the song out, I was like, how do I get this message across correctly and feel good about it and you know emailed 11 women and they all responded back immediately saying that they wanted to be a part of the project and my idea was to have a vanity fair editorial photo black and white with all these girls wearing a man's tuxedo mm-hmm. and kind of portray the message of like we like you said earlier I'm the man with the money <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, and, and having the support of my girlfriends and thank you ladies for doing this with me. Shout out to everybody that, you know, followed through with this idea. It completely fills me back up with inspiration, motivation, love, you know, and it makes me want to continue to create more because when you see other people get excited about your ideas that obviously is extremely helpful because you are being seen in so many different ways, not only by the audience, but by your own friends, you know, saying, yeah, I believe in this and I want to be a part of it. And I'm going to post it all over the internet. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, Whoa. Okay. I have confidence again. Right. When like, before I did this project, I had, you know, one guy telling me I should change my name and this other girl telling me I should change my hair color and all of these like just dumb opinions that do nothing. Right. 
for me. Right. Because if I'm not putting content out, then what the what am I doing? Right. The whole point is to create. And you and I also talked about um, holding other people accountable, like having a friend that holds you accountable so that you're posting, you know, like a, a, for me, posting a video of me playing piano once a week. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Right. I don't do it because I'm like insecure about it. And sitting down at the piano and singing makes me really emotional. Mm. So I stay away from it, but it's like the things that (laughs) the things that we love the most, we're so scared to do. Yeah. Because it, it does, it, 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 it's draining, but it's so, it's a healthy tiredness because you're feeding, you're nourishing your creative juices. Right. There's a difference between catharsis, i.e. having the emotional experience, allowing it to be what it is and allowing it to come out of you. That's different from emotional bleeding, which is this persistent loss of power, this, this persistent loss of energy where you're just constantly, that's why I call it bleeding. You're just constantly losing your energy. It's just yeah. as, as if it's as if a wound that won't stop bleeding. That's not those are not the same thing. Having a cathartic experience and bleeding are not the same thing. Now, if you're having a cathartic experience every day for your entire life, I might wonder if you're gonna totally fuck yourself up. But um, to your point, like if you're being present with your emotion and allowing yourself to experience it, that's not the same as just always being miserable. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't be miserable. But I mean like how many people have tried to pick up a guitar and start learning guitar and then you're like, no, fuck this. Like <laughs> we were just talking I, about that last week. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Like I have such a huge issue sitting down with a guitar and learning how to play guitar because my brain just doesn't want to fucking go there. And if I'm not feeling fulfilled artistically, then I'm not gonna do it, you know? Whereas like playing piano, like I I am so fulfilled, but I'm scared of it because it it dredges up emotions and this all of this heavy stuff even though that's like the most beautiful part of artistry right is is when you are dredging it up and vulnerability giving it out and other people are receiving your vulnerability exactly um and so yeah it's like my piano is like this orb of like love and kryptonite all at the same time And you just have to have the courage. And that's why sometimes it's helpful to have, you know, most artists have a manager going, okay, you're doing an 8 a.m. interview, you're singing live. Mm -hmm. If you didn't have a manager telling you that, you'd sleep in till 10 or 11 and you would not be singing. Yeah. There's no effing way that you'd be singing in the morning for, you know, a two, two to 5,000 listeners or whatever, you know, well, it's like, and this is, this goes back to the entrepreneurship thing you were saying, you either need to become your own manager or you need to find people in your life to help hold you accountable. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, that's another prime example of like, I remember seeing an interview with Madonna and she was like, my manager guy calls me and she's on Ellen and she's like, guy calls me and tells me that they want me to do the NFL halftime show. And she's like, I hung up the phone. Like she did not want to deal with it. Mm. She didn't want to deal with it because she knew it was going to be hours of rehearsal. 
you know, you're scrutinized if it's not perfect, whatever. Like she, that was her first initial reaction. And Guy had to persist, be persistent with her and talk her into doing the halftime show. Mm-hmm. He literally had to talk the artist into doing what the artist loves to do the most, which is perform, <laughs> you know? So that's my point. It's like, yes, like we all we want to do is create and perform for you guys. But at the same time, sometimes it's like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with the pressure or the judgment or the scrutiny, especially these days because social media, it's like, right. People can say whatever they want to say. It's very scary. Mm -hmm. But isn't that funny? We love to do these things so much, but then we don't want to do them. Well, because again, it's, it's, it feels unsafe. Yes. It just, it feels like, is this a risk that I, do I really want to put myself out there? And this is again, why early in this conversation, we were talking about essentially safe risk. Like how do you put yourself in uncomfortable situations that aren't unsafe situations, but are uncomfortable, um, that, that stretch you uh, because it's, you have to build a tolerance to, to this, right? It's like, um, the first time I did an Instagram live, right? It's not, didn't have to be a big deal, but part of my brain was like, Oh, what if I, I screw up it's live. So I can't like edit it later. What does this look like? And so I actually changed, completely changed my perspective on lives by forcing myself, by changing my, the book club videos I was doing, going from doing edited where I would actually try to stick with my outline. And instead I said, you know what? Fuck it. The only way I'm going to learn how to be completely comfortable or as comfortable as possible in this situation is if I go on Instagram live, record everything live. And then then just take the video and release the unedited video later, maybe only edit it for time, but that's it. And just, and, and once I started doing that, it was fine to look at my notes. Because suddenly it's not you have you, you're not supposed to look at your notes. Fuck not supposed to look at your notes. And the only way I'm gonna be able to pull this off is if I look at my notes. So I'm just gonna look at my notes. And guess what? No one fucking cared. People who commented appreciated the the conciseness of my delivery, and that came from checking on my notes. It was it, I, I developed a sense of feeling natural in front of the camera. Yeah. Because I was doing it all the time. You know, this is about putting yourself in circumstances that you're not excited about. Right. You know, so like you said, it's like, you know, getting in front of that group of people, even though today you feel tired and, and a little vulnerable and you don't want people to see you potentially fuck up. Right. So it's like, you have to, you have to decide your tolerance. And also I want to be clear. There is something, I was just talking with Preeti about this, um, that, sorry, for those who are on Rochelle's stream who don't know who Preeti is, Preeti is my biz bestie. She, she and I um, are regularly on Instagram together and so on and so forth. And um, we were just chatting about how uh, you need to manage your emotional energy as much as you need to manage your physical energy, as much as you need to manage your mental energy. And so if you're feeling so vulnerable that putting yourself out there is going to be crippling, then don't do it then do what you need to do to shore up your emotions and then go do it. it don't yeah. use it as an excuse to never do it. Don't, you know, don't just be like, oh, well, I don't feel good today, so I'm not going to do it. That's not going to cut it. But if you have been rejected three times in a day, like I was talking to the sales guy and he said, you know what? If you have, if you have a... If I talk to two people and I reject it twice, I'm going to be exhausted. Then call two people and stop after two. 
It doesn't mean don't pick up the phone. Still pick up the phone, but stop after two. You have to know what your limits are. And you can only find that out by experimenting and seeing what happens. Yes. Yes, but also pushing yourself. Like, because, yeah, we have limits, but push the limits too. I mean, oh, it's like you have to get, you have to cross the line. You have to push yourself beyond what you thought your threshold was. Yeah. Yeah, my, my whole thing is um, choose what side of the line you want to make mistakes on. So are you going to make mistakes by pushing yourself a little too far? Or are you going to make mistakes by not pushing yourself quite enough? Both. Right. Right. Well, the fact is you just need to make mistakes. You need to consciously yeah, make mistakes. Make all mistakes. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got to do. Well, okay. So I think it's only right as we kind of start to wrap up our conversation that we take some of these things that we have discussed and we apply them practically to, to a specific circumstance. So let's use being an artist and by which I mean a, a singer, a performing artist in the world right now. And in the old paradigm, as we discussed the beginning of our conversation, it was all about gatekeepers, whether it was, I'm going to say prostituting yourself, which I don't mean to be that crass, but I mean putting yourself in these really negative situations in order to get something from a gatekeeper or being so incredibly raw, talented that a gatekeeper would find you and then um, support you monetarily and through their connections. That was the old paradigm. But there's a new paradigm and that has to do with being self-made. That has to do with leveraging things like YouTube and other social networks. Because really, to some degree, YouTube itself is a social network. It has comments. You have interactions, right? So social media has transformed traditional media. So how, how does one become self-made? How does one use the new paradigm of a low threshold for entry in order to be successful? So many artists um, talk about how they don't want to be on social media all the time. Like it's so tiring. It causes anxiety. It does. It, it, social media can cause anxiety and depression. Um, so for me, knowing that I have to spend you know, six hours a day on social media. I mean, really, in all honesty, um, I have to remember that if I want these stories in my music to be told, if I want people to hear my music, this is what I have to do in order to get my music out to the world. Hmm. Um, and you're right. I mean, I have been through the old school stuff where someone has championed me in and used their connections to help me get somewhere. And it sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when you don't have parents protecting you or Mm. anybody protecting you, you know, and they can take advantage of you. So just remember that doing it yourself prevents predators from ruining your life. Right. (laughs) So that's like the positive aspect of it is like you're in control and you have the time to figure out what your brand really is, which is like extremely important because it can be dangerous to 
sell yourself as one thing and then have that stamp on your forehead for the rest of your life. So, you know, spending all these hours on social media, okay, aside from the anxiety, aside from looking at your feed and like, it's overwhelming, it's daunting, you start comparing yourself to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't pay attention to what they're doing. Like yeah. you can every once in a while to get an inspiration. Right. But, to inform you. Right. But, um, I think I showed you, um, this video on Instagram, but this girl's going, the reason why you haven't made it yet is because you're so worried about everyone else's business. Right. You you're did. worried about like, how did they get a house? How did they get a car? How, why are they married? Like you're worried about everyone else's business except for your own. So that's another piece of advice is like you, you are in charge of your own path, right? You don't have other people's voices going, you should do this. You should do that. You're doing this wrong, blah, blah, blah. If you take the time to spend time on social media and YouTube and like get your subscribers up so that you can monetize your videos and start making money, then you're making money and you have an audience and you don't have to listen to all these assholes telling you that you're doing it wrong. Right. Like if that's who you are, then give it to the people. You don't need to hide or like change who you are because, you know, a major label said that it's not fitting the box. Right. Well, just deciding the circumstances under which you want success is critically important. So if the only way you could possibly find success is to be in your mind, is to be picked up by a major recording label and have them bankroll everything that you do, then you have to consciously decide that all the types of sacrifice that might be necessary to get into that position and then all the sacrifices you have to make once you're in that position of potentially your own artistry, integrity, et cetera, et cetera because they want to control your brand. They want to control your performance. They want to control how you are present in the world. They control your money because they have to get paid first before you get paid. There's a lot of shit that happens when you interact with a record label. So if that's the only way that the only way in your own mind that you define success, then that's the challenge you're going to take on. If you're willing or able to expand your definition of success in in any field, now you have the freedom to make different choices. Now you have the opportunity to be like, you know what? No, I am okay with eating top ramen for a little bit longer so (laughs) that I can bankroll a high quality video or I can bankroll time with a producer that may not be the most famous producer, but someone who I know will honor me as an artist. And when I release this song, I'm going to be so proud of this song. I won't be shy at all about telling the entire world you need to fucking check this thing out. I don't care if I have to hand out fucking flash drives with MP3s on it. I don't fucking care because I am so excited about this. So success to me might be a hundred people listening to my song. Yeah. You know, and really, and giving me positive feedback because they are actually seeing me as an artist. If that's what success is to you, then how you make your money might be different right? You, it may take you longer to get the check or it might take you the same amount of time. You and I were, <laughs> were joking um, the other day about people that are a slave to the system 
and it takes them 15 years to break out. Well, if they had done spent 15 years being self-made, they might have still broken out for 15 years, but they would have done it under their own terms. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a new world now. It is. It's true. It's true. And so if you're feeling like you don't want to be a part of Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, get over it, people. Because we, it's up to us to turn it into a positive thing. Yes, it is a mindset it can't game. Be a positive thing. So if we if we um, change our mindset about what we're doing with social media, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, your internal dialogue is, "Oh, I changed somebody's life today." Like, like the messages I'm reading here on Facebook right now, just from our conversation, are just so beautiful. Like people are relating to what we're saying and they're getting help from hearing us talk about these things, which is the point. Right. It's exactly so, why we're doing this. Yeah, that's exactly why we're doing this. And it is true. I have put out songs that have been either on TV or in a movie and the people who are speaking to me about my music are people that I respect. And it is such a huge monumental moment to go, Oh my God, I did that myself and look at who's responding yeah. and, and giving me that validation or whatever, which like should not be the point, but it's still beautiful when you, when you experience that feeling. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice to be seen for who you are and what you're doing. It's, it's yeah. not that your goal, anyone's goal should be approval. Again, we were talking about that at the beginning, but it is, a natural result of being our evolving selves. And I think that's really critical. It's not about saying, fuck the world, I don't need your approval, so I'm going to be an asshole. It's how on my journey of growth or on my journey of artistry, how do I show a certain amount of vulnerability and authenticity that, that is only possible when I'm not trying to be perfect, when I'm not living my life with a bunch of shoulds constantly telling me what to do. What if there were no shoulds? How would I show up? And and this is this this is not that you should be nice to people. I want to be nice to people. I know it's valuable to be nice to people, so I'm going to choose to be nice to people. That's authentic to me. I'm not doing it just because I should do it. I'm doing it's authentic to me. You know, I'm wearing all black down the street in LA with a black parasol. Why? Because it's authentic to me. That feels good to me, and I'm not seeking your approval in doing that. But that doesn't mean I also need to be morose or mean or anything else as a part of that expression exactly. of my persona. You know. Yes. Be who you are, but also be kind. Yeah. Again. I mean, it, but it's like, we all have, you know, the full spectrum of emotions and we're all going to be pissed off. We're all going to have road rage. You know, we're all going to want to gossip or vent. I mean, all of those things are normal. Right. And I think that everyone should vent and everyone should, you know, talk about what's on their mind and what they're dealing with. But yes, I mean, all in all, it, you, yeah, not being a dick. Just, <laughs> you know, we're all struggling here, so let's just be nice. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I, I, it's been brought up a lot by people around me to remember, you know, uh, gosh, I can't remember if it was Plato or Socrates or it's some, some interpretation of one of their words, one of their sets of words. Um, 
about, you know, be kind to everyone because they're fighting a great battle. You, see, yeah. you just don't really know what's going on with people. And but hold on. I just like, also though, if someone is not supposed to be in your life, it's cool to walk away. Hell yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. that also. Next time on Educate for Life with Ryan Francis. Well, okay. So let, let's just address that really quickly because I think that's an important <laughs> thing. As as we because we have been talking about the the whole first like twenty minutes of our conversation today was about inadvertently putting yourself in a position to be taken advantage of. Yeah. That in trying to make something work and trying to find success or in trying to get something we, and I mean that universally, not just people in the entertainment industry, will put ourselves in positions in our unconscious desperation to achieve something. Hey again, thanks for listening. If you want more goodness, come hang out with me on Instagram at educate for underscore life. That's educate, the number four, underscore life. I jump on almost every day and go live once per week to answer questions and just talk about what's on my mind. We've got some cool stuff coming down the pipe, so expect some announcements in the near future. And with that, I hope you have a great week. Talk with you soon.